Hello everybody, my name is Oluwashion Joshua Ayanshala. I am more popularly known as Sage or the Sage of Oxford. And today on the podcast, I will be discussing all about mentorship, mentors and role models, why you need a mentor. And if you already have a mentor and you're always out of ideas and curious about what to discuss with your mentor, then I advise you to sit tight, fasten your belt and enjoy the ride with me. Welcome back everybody. So why do we all need mentors? I would say we need mentors to make our journeys easier, faster, and we need mentors basically to avoid errors which could have been easily sidestepped and basically mentors help us not to waste time reinventing the wheel. So in my experience, especially when I was in university and some of you may have had similar experiences, I said to people that I think my journey would have been way better, more rewarding if I had a mentor, you know, that held my hand through university and told me, oh, this is how to do this, this is how to do that. But what happened, and in my case, for most of my friends, we really were trailblazers of a sort. So it was our junior colleagues who enjoyed, you know, the benefits of mentoring, even though the relationship was never formalized. But what happened was, you know, people could easily come to you immediately after a class. You've written the exams, you're done with 400 level and you're moving to five. I mean, your juniors can come to you immediately after your exams and say, Oh, Sage, please, can I have your jottings for love, evidence, for equity and trust? Um, what questions should I answer? What courses should I take? Oh, I'm on a 4.5 and I don't want my GP to drop. And, you know, so they were, they basically worked with a template and built on it and it made their journeys way easier and better. So they also could see a benchmark. It was sort of like a standard which they couldn't go below. So that's exactly what mentoring does for you. You know, somebody gives you like his blueprint and then you use it, but then you even make it better. So that you know, oh, at this stage, I must be X, Y, and Z, but I could even be better than that. So the moment you realize that that is what mentoring does, then you start to see the benefits of mentoring. So to my mind, I would say one, a mentor helps you to sidestep easily avoidable mistakes. So 
that is one thing that stands out for me. But what do you do when you do not have mentors? So basically, you're a pioneer in your field. You're basically doing something nobody's done before. I mean, you can definitely have role models, you know, such that while they may not be career mentors, you like how they lived their lives. You you like the fact that they were all about legacy. So you can have role models who will, in a way, mentor you from a distance. So the difference between a mentor and a role model is simply just access. A role model that you have access to is a mentor. And a mentor you do not have access to is a role model. It's just as simple as that. So you basically would... And say, for instance, my role models include... And they may not even be alive, right? So Barack Obama, for instance... Or let's say Lord Denning. And just people whose lives and journeys that you admire and wish to be like. So you basically will realize that, oh, what do I love about Obama? Oh, the fact that he can make anything look good. He makes speeches extempore. And basically, he's just a great guy, walks into a room and is very impressionable being out your body is also a role model i mean you basically is that guy who believes that for you to have fortune then you must be fortunate and a bit about making your own luck and a lot about hard work to the extent that you do not have access direct access to these people they are like distance mentors or distance mentors. They are role models and you can, from time to time, you know, think about, oh, what would they do if they were in this position? Or what were the opportunities that they applied for? Can you apply for similar opportunities, even better ones? So you'd find that in, you know, the dynamics of a mentor, remote now how do you find yourself a mentor so one person cannot give you everything i mean you have to realize that so we have career mentors we have spiritual mentors we have life mentors so there are people who basically represent what you would like to be or better than in your career. They can be within your organization. Sometimes they are not even in the organization because maybe the kind of organization that you even aspire to is not where you work presently. So you really should then try as much as possible to reach out to those people in the kind of organization that you want to work at so that they can tell, start to like tell you what are the qualities that you need to belong. So if, for instance, you work at, you know, a mid-sized investment bank or firm, and you like to work at the 
Bank of America of this world or United Capital or you want to work at Stambeek, I would see as a management. So you want to reach out and basically you want to start and you have tools like LinkedIn, you have tools like Twitter. These people write comments and opinions all the time. You want to do your research, you want to respond, you know, and then the moment you engage them from time to time on the timeline, you know, they start to like single you out as a smart young chap. And it is first about making an impression, building a reputation which you can leverage. So if the person says, oh, great thought, I never really considered that perspective, that is your cue. So I'm about making impressions and then leveraging it. So if you're in a room, you have asked an intelligent question, it's easier to go on and say, oh, sir, I'd like to learn more about the subject. And the person already has seen interest. They've seen drive. They've seen, you know, a young man who reminds them of their younger self. So they can easily relate. Unlike when you have not made any impression at all, and then you just send a cold email saying, oh, can you be my mentor? You want to actually start from a place of strength and advantage. So you've already impressed the person and you've asked the person if, you know, they can have a sit down like a coffee with you. They already know, oh, they're not going to be wasting their time on this person because this is somebody that's smart, that they like and would like to mentor. So a little bit about um, how then when you finally find a mentor, what do you do when you're being mentored? What kind of conversations can you have? Because you ask the person to become your mentor and then you're now confused. What do I tell my mentor? If we are to have a sit down, what are we going to be discussing? I mean, I think that's even the hardest part because it is a mentee who drives the conversation in mentorship and not the other way around. So in the next episode, I'll be giving you some tidbits about driving the mentoring relationship. Thank you, everybody.